It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host, Alexa Scher. Welcome to these short episodes where I'm currently talking about what you need to know today. So Susan wrote in and she asked, one question that I hear my girlfriends and I ponder is where did the 1200 calorie limit for women to lose weight come from? Is it valid? Also, should you have the same number of calories every day and how much should you limit it? Here's the truth. The equation for calories in equals calories out stemmed from the Harris-Benedict equation, which was published in 1919. In 1984, it underwent a revision to improve its accuracy, and once again in 1990, to an equation that was more predictive for modern lifestyles, whatever that means. But the equation basically takes into account your age, gender, height, current weight, and activity level. What it does is report your average calorie expenditure off of a perfectly healthy body, and that's something to take note. The 1200 calorie limit for women is just a number someone hit knowing that in an extreme effort to ditch weight, not eating enough would work, essentially starving your body to the point it has to burn something as energy, basically making your body catabolize its own stores, even the good stores. So is it valid? I think it boils down to our biggest problem being a gross misunderstanding of calorie function and maintenance. Now, I'm not denying the importance of calories. Calories absolutely count. But there is a lot more that goes into how our body uses calories and in the end, losing weight than just an equation. For instance, if someone has lost weight, they haven't necessarily expended more calories than they consumed. With that said, there are some major misconceptions about calories, body weight, fat loss, and health. So I thought it'd be fun to overcome five of the biggest myths to help answer this question and help you understand why consuming the same number of calories every single day doesn't have much validity. Let's start with one. Calories in equals calories out is not completely true. However, this equation is simple and simple is nice, but unfortunately, this one is dangerously inaccurate. To break it down, calories in is what we eat. This one is pretty simple. There isn't any underlying baggage or fine print on this one. However, calories out, on the other hand, gets a little more confusing. This takes into account several things. One, your resting energy expenditure or the energy used to handle basic day-to-day functions and maintenance, which can change based off your current health status. Number two is our thermic effect of food, or the energy used to digest food and process nutrients. Here, it's important to note that whole foods, real foods, foods with fiber and nutrients, take more energy to break down than our processed foods, which are nearly broken down for you. Number three is our active energy expenditure. This is the energy used during movement or deliberate movements like working out, walking, getting all your steps in a day, and our spontaneous activity like shivering or fidgeting. So as you can see, it's not so simple anymore. In reality, the amount and type of calories we eat affects the amount of energy we expend. Again, whole foods takes more energy to process and digest than processed ones. Same goes for protein, which takes more energy to process and digest than many other macronutrients. The second myth comes from the thought that weight gain is caused by eating more calories than you expend. People love pointing out that weight gain requires overeating. And while the statement is valid, stating it over and over doesn't give us the answer on why it happened. It just describes what happened. Just like the question, why is the restaurant so crowded? The obvious answer is because more people entered than left. But that doesn't explain why more people entered. Was it a holiday? Graduation? Is there some special event going on? You see, we have to know what truly caused us to eat more than we expended in order for us to actually achieve lasting weight loss. 
The third point is a calorie is a calorie. While it seems like a fair statement to say that a calorie in a piece of broccoli is the same as a calorie in a cookie, it really turns out to be irrelevant because it doesn't state what your body does with that calorie. The truth is that not all calories are equivalent in the body, especially when we talk about added calories. Number four is weight loss and fat loss are the same thing. Most of us say it all the time. We want to lose weight. But what most of us are really implying is that we want to lose body fat and retain muscle. But in order to do this, we have to get beyond just calories and start adding up the macronutrient composition of those calories because our macronutrients matter more than our calories when it comes to what type of weight we're losing, whether it's just weight loss or fat loss. So it's a mute point to just measure weight loss because it doesn't give us any insight into the health of our body and our body composition, the very things we should be fighting for. And lastly, number five, Counting calories allows us to accurately monitor food intake. Again, it seems like an easy answer. Most food at the grocery store even have labels to help you do so. But it's been found that nutritional information provided is very rarely accurate. In fact, food manufacturers can underreport calories by 20% and pass inspection by the FDA. So it's a lot easier said than done. And in the grand scheme of things, does it matter when not all calories are created equal in the body? When we're actually faced with a statement that claims that a calorie of steak is metabolically identical to a calorie in white sugar, or that weight loss is the same as fat loss, we know it's untrue. But when it comes to calories in equals calories out, this has become standard in the attack on body fat. The bottom line, no one wants to be fat. If it were really as simple as calories in equals calories out, none of us would be worried about weight. And yet here we are. So let's finish by getting back to the question. How many calories should you have in a day and should the number be the exact same every single day? What I think needs to happen with that question is we need to flip it back onto the person. There's two things here. One, if you are choosing quality foods, wholesome, nutritious foods that are full of macronutrients that feed and enhance your body, I think quality wins every time over quantity and in fact your body should be efficient at dumping what it doesn't need if you do overeat. So if you're choosing these foods, really, calories don't matter. However, if your quality of foods aren't very good, you're choosing more processed foods simply because they have less calories or are convenient, by all means look out. Remember, nutrient-deficient foods are dead foods, are processed much, much different than real foods. So the best way to overcome this problem is eat high-quality real foods and enough of them to provide all that your body needs. And if you listen to your hunger and fullness cues, you should never have to worry about counting again. Stop starving yourself, it isn't worth it, and in the end, it will only make your body lose weight in a way that you didn't want. Really, in the end, we wanna lose those body fat stores, not just break down things that our body actually needs. So the bottom line is, listen to your body, trust the process, and understand that quality matters more than quantity. I hope that helps, Suzanne. Keep sending those questions in, and that's what you currently need to know about health. It really is that simple. Make sure you log on to the blog to find out more, simplerootswellness.com.